today I'm joined with Kirsty. Kirsty is a mental health advocate and a PT. Hi, Kirsty. Hi, how are you? Thanks I'm so good. Thanks for having you? me on, first of all, anyway. <laughs> no problem. How does it feel to do your first podcast that's not yours? No, so weird. <laughs> I'm literally barely getting used to my own podcast, never mind anyone else's. It's so weird to be on the other side. I remember the first time I was on the other side, it was like, oh my God, what are they going to ask me? <laughs> oh, I'm up the walls, like, but no, I'm excited as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Right, we'll jump right in. Um, and we'll just do a podcast kind of on like relationships, like breakups, yes. life in general. Yes. See great. how we get on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, let's do it. I think that's what everyone kind of wants to hear, a little girly chat about this stuff. No, that's it. That's it. That's definitely what I tune into mostly anyway on Spotify and stuff. So yeah, it's weird to be <laughs> the one on the other side of it. I know. Right. We'll jump right in. Um a random one but what's one thing you need to start your morning coffee oh oh yeah (laughs) no 110 percent 110 percent and I'm trying to like do like limit my screen time in the mornings because then I feel like I'm in a better like headspace sets me up for the day I probably go to the gym in the mornings oh I loved going to the gym in the mornings I don't have the time now because I go to work really early yeah Um, so my gym routines have become like more evenings but I it's miss so the morning. I miss so much harder. Yeah. So much harder. Like I literally will train and, I, and it sets me up for the day and I even make better like food choices. Like I'm in better form. I just feel more productive. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. But the coffee is the number one thing. Oh, oh my God. Number one. <laughs> Non-negotiable. The caffeine. Yeah. And like some of my friends don't drink coffee and I'm like, how? No, I'm like, like there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I'm upset. I'm like, I need about 10 coffees to get through the day. I literally <laughs> recently moved back from Bali and I brought the Bali coffee home with me because I was obsessed with this one place and I was so upset about leaving that I was like, you're getting in the case of me oh my god I, I am dying to go to Bali you I'm so jealous to go have to <laughs> that's actually another question that I had uh what advice would you give to someone wanting to move to Dubai or Bali because I've seen that you live there yeah so I did a year and a half in Dubai and then six months in Bali and I would say just stop thinking about it and do it like I procrastinated for so long when I was making the move um to Dubai and literally I probably put it off for like two two and a half years yeah or fear like what if everything goes wrong but now I'm like what is the worst thing that can happen you have to come home yeah like true. literally worst case scenario like mm. no one's dead like it can you can literally only benefit from it and even if it's you go away and you realize that you love home and you want to come home like that's fine too but I think just take the leap 100% best thing I ever did that, that's making me want to go I'm no, really like so I'm dying, dying to, go, to move to Dubai like literally really yeah I've literally since I first started college six years ago I've literally been like oh I want to move to Dubai when I'm done it's so good so good. I've just been real nervous about it but I suppose that's normal like oh it's so normal it's so normal but like I just feel like it's such a good experience like it was my first home away from home like even I lived at home all my life um so even like having to find my feet like adulting in all places (laughs) like wild but um no even the people you meet though traveling because like I feel like when you live at home you meet kind of very like-minded people so you definitely meet people with different mindsets and like opinions you learn a lot definitely and learn a lot about yourself so and it's getting out of your comfort zone as well though 100% yeah 100% no it's the best thing I ever did but even like um, one of my friends is like thinking about it for so long and I'm like you need to just get on the plane 
I'm like, it's not a big deal about coming home, but I think people have such a fear about moving, not liking it, and having to come home and then being embarrassed about that. Yeah, I don't get what what the embarrassment is uh, connected to that, though. It's so bad. Like, so many people have said it to me, and I'm like, who cares? Like, who cares? I think that's the perception of, like, social media and, like, Instagram and stuff like that as well. People just want people to see this per- picture perfect life and it's not like that in reality oh God, it's a hundred percent not like that a hundred percent yeah so I feel like people just need to do whatever is good for them and don't worry about everyone else but obviously it's easier said than done at times I think once you're making yourself happy that should be your main priority a hundred percent yeah I like agree. nothing else should really matter yeah no I agree um what made you go into a career in fitness actually that's a random one <laughs> so I was doing like beauty um so my main one would have been um makeup um for like nine years wow oh my and, God. yeah and then I just felt like I loved working with people and like the social aspect of the job and all of that like ma- making people feel good but I just found a lot of the time people were coming in and like they were going out looking amazing but like they'd be so stressed or be that there'd be loads going on in their personal life or they'd be struggling with their mental health. And I was like, I just feel like I need to give more. Um, and I just feel like the gym helped me so much when I was struggling. So I was thinking about for a long time about going back and studying. And then, yeah, just eventually took the leap. That's amazing though. Like that's so good that you were in your comfort zone of like doing the makeup for so long and you were like, I'm just going to take a leap and like see how it goes. Yeah. I literally and I always was like I can always go back to my makeup and even like been home now for a couple of months like I'm still doing makeup but I'm doing it now because I love it and I don't look at it as my like full-time job and oh I have to go do this like I enjoy it now I enjoy the social aspect especially because my coaching at the moment is mainly online so I need I'm like oh my god I love going in and just talking to my clients now yeah definitely it's that's like a happy medium for sure that's so good though that's best of both worlds already exactly yeah um right let's skip on something else what are the coping mechanisms that you use to ensure you have good mental health um so I feel like taking time to like check in on myself like not leaving things till I used to find that I'd keep my like days so busy with socializing and seeing my friends and checking in on everyone else that I would never check in on myself and then all of a sudden I'd be in a bad place because I have like checked in every day on how I'm feeling and like look at my kind of own emotions and stuff like that so now I'm very conscious of like spending time on my own and stuff like that and then I'd like started journaling honestly this is a game changer do you journal I love it yes oh my god I always journal I am obsessed (laughs) it's the best thing ever for people who don't journal they need to journal oh my god I'm honestly obsessed like and it's such a Bali thing like we'd always be like okay we're going for coffee in our journals (laughs) and I was like okay I feel left out so I'm gonna try it and honestly just putting your thoughts on paper um getting them off your chest and then also I feel like when you see them on paper sometimes you realize that things aren't as bad as they are in your head yeah do you ever notice that because it's so full in your head that when you just put it down on paper you're like right well that situation actually it wasn't that bad yeah so I feel like that's a massive thing and training like in the gym like half the time I don't want to go but I know how much better I feel after it like, yeah definitely. I, I definitely train more for my mental health than my physical health 
Yeah, 100%. I used to have such a bad, like, body image in my head for so long. And I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to train. And don't get me wrong, I got into a great shape. And I used to just train for the physical aspect. And that's when my mental health started declining. So I was like, I actually need to train for, like, be happy in my body now and train yeah. for my mental health more so than anything. Yeah, and it's so cliche, but, like, enjoying the journey of getting to that point rather yeah. than only looking at the end goal is so important but that's the bad thing of like I'll be happy when thinking when we get to this destination that we're happy whereas we should be happy not happy every day like that's not normal but like be grateful every day if that makes sense yeah I feel like our generation are really bad at that yeah definitely so yeah there are definitely things that help me surrounding myself with positive people as well like if people kind of and I understand everyone goes through like is negative at times and has bad days but if someone I find like is draining my energy more than normal like I have to protect myself a little bit so I can't 100% like bad days are inevitable but you also like I'm a firm believer of like finding solutions to things oh my god yes yeah like you just have to like or else you're gonna live a very miserable life yeah 100% And, and when people don't help themselves I find that hard the victim mindset yes and I did that for so long so did I <laughs> so it kind of triggers me a little bit that I'm like oh my god like you kind of remind me of me and I just can't really cope with it sometimes but yeah I literally get so involved with helping people sometimes but I'm like I can only give you advice and try to help you as much as possible but like if people aren't willing to do the work I'm like I kind of can't really surround myself with that too much yeah like one thing I was even talking to my mom about the other day and I was like you only ever actually have yourself when it comes down to it in reality like yeah. you have to you have to work on you for you essentially yeah 100% like nobody else is going to do it for you yeah it's so important so important and I think when you have bad mental health that's what's so hard because it's like how do I get myself from this bad mental health place out of it yeah when like everybody's helping you but like you have to be the one to push you do and sometimes it's so hard and people are like it's easier said than done and it it really is but yeah even having that like little bit of hope makes such a difference and even if it's getting out of, out for fresh you know the days you want to lie in bed and you don't want to get up and yeah I've had so many days but like getting out in fresh air for like 10-15 minutes like baby steps yeah literally you just have to find your I call it like a I have this thing called a rescue playlist and it's like um music just full of like music I absolutely love and like it just like something as simple as that could alter your mood oh my god I love this yeah <laughs> I need to do that because my friends you know, um... me all the time because I listen to sad songs all the time and they're like you're <laughs> manifesting sadness I'm like yeah but I'm having a great time in the shower singing along like... sometimes you need the sad Sometimes. No, I'm sometimes you need the upbeatness <laughs> I remember I moved in with my friend in Dubai and she she kept coming in the mornings being like are you okay I'm like <laughs> yeah I'm great why and she was like why is the music so sad <laughs> so I need to take that tip on board and make one of them yeah no a rescue playlist I, I got that idea off do you know Sinead Hegarty yes ever, I'm obsessed I'm obsessed with her like honestly like just she talks so much sense oh my god I love her and I love her podcast yeah it's amazing like that's such a good idea I need to do that today there you go there's a uh, goal of today to exactly do. <laughs> a little goal um so would you consider yourself a disciplined person yeah extremely like really? yeah and I feel like that's only probably the last year maybe right okay 
Um, like not every day I wake up and I'm motivated to work, train, like eat healthy, like have a productive day, but like I'm very disciplined, but I always just keep in mind how good I feel after I do all them things. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, Yeah, like less stress, like work-wise, all of that when I get shit done, basically. So I'm like... It's them putting endorsements as well when you get stuff done. Yeah, Yeah, I'm quite disciplined. Yeah, I am. That's really good, though. I think you'll never get anywhere in life without discipline. Like, no. nobody's going to be motivated all the time. No, and I feel like you have to have discipline until something kind of becomes a habit. Oh, definitely. Non-negotiables as well. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, no, I am definitely am. Would you find you're disciplined? Yeah, I like, for a while, I kind of fell out of it. But, like, with my job and stuff like that, I have to be really organised. Um, So I have to be really disciplined. Yeah. Um. So, like, I find myself, like, a really organized person. Like, I'm almost like a... People are like, you're like a professional planner. It <laughs> <laughs> makes your life less stressful on a daily basis. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's definitely something I wouldn't have been years ago. No, not necessarily. Like, I, a couple of years ago, I was really disciplined. Like, anything I kind of set my mind to, I always don't. Oh, I wouldn't. I would give up. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't stick it out till the end. Like, I wouldn't have... I just I was a bit lazy right I feel like I'm going the opposite now but I suppose that's because I'm like probably because I'm in a new job and I'm like motivated to make it work and like it's my Mm. own business I I think I have to work for myself I'm way more motivated when I'm working for myself oh I don't know you see I like going into work and having the like structure do you always wanted to own my own business and it's mad that like I came across like we like cross paths because I've always wanted to become a PT and I don't know why no way yeah I'm really into fitness like I've always loved fitness and and the girls are always like oh you'd be so good at that but I just I've never like I've inquired about courses but I've never actually followed through with it what stops you from taking the leap I think at the minute because I'm still like trying to finish my teaching career and I'm like I'll get that first and then Who's to say that I can't be a teacher and a PT at oh, the same time? 100%. You definitely could. All these ambitions and goals. <laughs> it's going to happen. But yeah, don't take on too much. But even to have like do the course and stuff for yourself is so good. Yeah, definitely. And then see where it takes you. Yeah, 100%. Um, especially if that's what interests you. Mm, definitely. Right, let's go on to a completely different topic now. This is going to be a hard topic. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how did you get over your breakup or your heartbreak? (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, I talk about this a bit in my podcast. Like I probably had a lot of unhealthy habits for the first while. So I would say alcohol. And I'm like, but like, I'm sorry, it does happen. You kind of go on a bit of a mad one. You go wild. You do. Also, it's because when you're in a relationship, you probably don't go out as much and you're like happily sitting in watching Netflix and having your little takeaways. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, what do I do with my Saturday night? Yeah. So (laughs) I would say that was my unhealthy coping mechanism for sure. And then, but then I feel like surrounding myself with my friends yeah definitely. um and kind of remembering like that it's not the end of the world it feels like the end of the no, world it feels like it feels like it, literally the world is closing in like but yeah I had to be like like no one's dead like it's actually fine and I'm always like I always look back and I'm like right you've been through so much worse like yeah and if it is meant to work out like it will 
that's exactly it. I believe like what's meant for you like won't pass by. But I when you're in that yeah mentality of like oh my god the love of your life or whatever that you thought you were going to spend your life with has just left you like it's literally like no, everything just crashes down the worst pain in the whole world the only way i can describe it is is that someone has actually physically died and you're no, you are mourning though but you're mourning even like your daily routine and like the life you thought you were going to have and like little things because everything would have like been consumed with that person or even things like oh this happened like I want to tell that person like everything changes literally and change makes me anxious so I do I, I try to embrace tra- change more I now. try but it's hard <laughs> it's but it's hard but I feel like every girl like let's be honest comes out absolutely thriving after a breakup Oh my god, yeah, I was just gonna say that there's always the glow up after. I'm like, I'm gonna be hotter, like, I'm gonna work harder, I have more time to focus, yeah, more time to spend with my friends, like, I feel like, I don't know, it always happens for a reason. Yeah, it definitely does. And, then, like, and it's hard though when you're, like, emotional and you're, like, sitting in and you're lonely not to almost be like, no, like, I miss the person. And I think a lot of the time you miss the relationship and not the person definitely I definitely agree with that but like I remember I spent months sitting around whining and I was like that literally got me nowhere no it doesn't but I feel like also when you're having a really bad day like to allow yourself have the bad days but be like it's one bad day I'm not allowed to be crying for two days I'm like can have one bad day and have a meltdown and not leave the couch and have your takeaways but then I'm like tomorrow I'm showing up that's it yeah, but you have to get up and you have to move forward because at the end of the day, like your life has to go on. Like you're yeah. their life on without you anyway. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But it's so hard. And it's so hard because nine times out of ten you don't stay friends. Oh no, definitely not. And like but- there's times you're like, No, we're gonna be friends and I'm like, it just doesn't work, even with like feelings involved. But the whole like I remember with my ex, I actually used to go back and forth. So I went back and forth for a while. And oh, that's yeah. the pain worse because it's like you're not healing anything. No, no. And then you're you can't accept that it's over because you're like, your your brain's tricked into thinking that you constantly go back. Yeah. So you're just like, no, it's fine. You live in denial for a little while, I think. Definitely. Um. But, but yeah, I think the one bit of advice I'd give anyone is that like to sit down and have your cry about it and feel your feelings and yeah. don't just like what I done was I turned to alcohol straight away. Literally went out on nights out and like. I'd cry on the nights out, but like, I mean, that's all I did. Yeah, same. I'd be the drunkest person in Ireland. It was awful. Awful. And then then as a result, like the next day I'd be distraught because I'd have the fear and I'd be single. So yeah, yeah. It, was actually, <laughs> it was actually a disaster. Um, yeah, such a disaster. <laughs> so what lessons did your last relationship teach you, like from going through a breakup? I would say it taught me that I'm stronger than I think I was. Yeah, definitely. Um, And that I can enjoy my own company. Like, I think I always thought that I had to have someone there and, like, to enjoy certain things, I had to have a partner. Yeah. Whereas uh-huh. now is I'm, I'm quite happy. That's something I worked on this year is, like, going on, like, little solo dates and, like, taking myself alone doing things. But I feel like that's kind of a Bali thing because people do go do spend a lot of time on their own and like go for dinners on their own and all of that I feel like in Ireland would I sit and have dinner on my own people would be staring at me yeah it's this, this <laughs> society though as well like the generation that we 
and that's why I kind of think I want to experience a new lifestyle and a new way of living yeah I just feel like I, I just feel like they always say you should get out of your hometown at least once yeah couldn't agree more and I think that's important yeah I think it's so healthy it's so healthy to like experience other things um and I just think yeah I just think it just makes such a difference to learn other things but yeah I definitely learned I'm stronger than I think and I actually do enjoy my own company it took me a long time to say that I have to say that as well like it took me a long time to actually sit with myself and be like no I'm actually okay with being on my own and I'm yeah. independent and I can be on my own yeah like society ha- puts a lot of pressure on you that you should have kids at all by your 30s or be married and like I just think that's unrealistic and ridiculous oh like, my god I can't literally I can't cope with that yeah but it's I such, it's like, so much pressure to put on yeah people. but I learned that I have such good friends yeah and I learned that they're now my number one priority like no one no relationship or man's like gonna change that yeah that's amazing though they'll always be number one and I feel like that wasn't probably always the case but now I'm like no they hold such a high priority in my life that's the same as myself I really realized that I had such good friends around me yeah when like when you go through hard times you your family as well though you realize how like solid they are for you as well oh my god yeah 100 percent. yeah I remember there was a point that like I was so heartbroken that my mom couldn't leave the house I was like where are you going every five minutes like where are you going and then one, like she got so bad that she was like and um, like do you mind if I go to the cinema for an hour tonight and I was like well like who's gonna stay with me <laughs> but that was like me as well I was like a baby with my mom for so long and I think it's because you're readjusting like like you said change is uncomfortable like yeah no 100% but like you learn a lot but like a lot of good things and then I feel like I'm trying to think any negative things I learned Hmm. for me I learned what I didn't want from a relationship yes 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 that's true and I also learned that I oh my god what was the other thing I was going to say what I didn't want and oh my god can't remember I have like a brain freeze (laughs) oh raging but yeah definitely what I didn't want became very clear that's another question actually how do you feel like now like going for like say you start seeing someone new or anything like do you find that things still follow you from your past 100 percent. oh <laughs> i'm the same i thought it was just me <laughs> no i feel like that's so normal like past yeah i feel like definitely follows you but i try really hard to like take the person at face value and like trust them until they give me a reason not to and like even but I find communication is key like definitely I would rather because you make up 10 scenarios in your head probably because of a last relationship or mm-hmm. something that's triggered you and I'll be like look I know I'm being ridiculous like but this is how I feel and this is why I feel like this yeah definitely I'm very, I'm very vocal like that as well I'm like tell me what you want and I'll be completely honest with you myself and I'm kind of but- like if you can't accept that and that I've like that small little tiny bit of baggage I'm like well that's not really good enough for me yeah it's knowing your own work though as well yeah it's so important so important yeah that's probably what that's what I was gonna say what I learned I learned that I definitely didn't have any self-love no self-worth whatsoever 
Um, I definitely put everyone, every other relationship, like in my relationships, I definitely put the other person's needs ahead of myself. Oh my God, definitely. And I'm like, never again. No, you can't do that though. No, but I'm definitely not in a position, I think, to give someone the power to like break my heart again. No, no way. No, that's why I take myself out really quickly. Like I used to build people up in my head, you know, that like nostalgia and be like, oh my God, he'll be great. Like we'll be great together. Whereas I don't do that anymore. I literally yeah. take their actions and their face value. Yeah, you have to. I feel like it's a protection, um, a protection thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, but like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fine on my own for now. I have too much going on. Um, exactly. When my mom's always like, "Oh my god, Jade, if you just focus on yourself, it'll come when you least expect it." And I feel like that's so cliche, but I also feel like that's so true. As oh, well. it's so true, so true. Yeah, but I think I'd definitely be resistant. I would say. <laughs> I think I have an avoidant attachment type. <laughs> yes, I have all of them. <laughs> A little bit of anxious now as well. Yeah, it's so bad. Um. So why do you think we are so hurt when a breakup occurs, like happens? Well, I think obviously depend on the circumstances, but I think it's like a little bit of like rejection hurts our ego. Oh, definitely. It's the ego thing, I think. Yeah, without even realizing. And sometimes when like the situation's out of our control, that's hard. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um. And I just think, yeah, your whole routine, like I said before, like your routine's thrown off, like everything, a lot of change. Um, yeah, much change, definitely. Yeah. And you're in such a long-term relationship as well. Like that's all you've kind of known. Yeah. And I feel like you are losing someone that was once your, even if it ends on bad terms, like you're using, losing someone that was once your friend and like that you confided in and all of that. So like it is a massive loss. Yeah, definitely. But I definitely believe it all has to happen for a reason, like one reason or another. Yeah, no, 100%. I do believe that. But at the time, you're like, this is a disaster. Oh, stop. I know. <laughs> Here's another question, actually, that just popped into my head. Do you go- Do you paint red flags green? Because I definitely do. <laughs> I put glitter on them. <laughs> so bad. I'm definitely a lot better. Yeah. A lot better. But I'm probably nearly to not understanding but like I don't know like make excuses for people a little bit yeah I'm the same but you know but they went through this and sometimes I'm like now I'm like that's actually not good enough it doesn't mean you can treat someone badly or anything like that and I think I'm a very understanding person. I'm like, if you don't, if you don't want to go with the flower, if you're not interested, you know, like, just be honest. Oh, my God. I would rather, like, this ghosting thing that's been going on. I'm like... It's ridiculous. It's so rude. But it's not considering the other person's feelings either. So oh. I think that's a reflection on that person. A hundred percent. But at the time, I'm like, please don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bad manners. But I, just, I wouldn't accept it if my friend did it but I'm so upfront like you know when I feel like so many of my friends are like oh my god they ghost me and I'm like right but like message them and tell them that's not okay and she's like oh no I look like a psycho and I'm like no my actually yeah I'm what's not, right or wrong like I'm like that as well and my friends are like Jane you can't do that and I'm like but I'm I'm more so being like right if like like ghosting like if you're gonna like ignore me just tell me out straight and be honest with me rather than being yeah. so 
know 100% I will always like try to address it in like a healthy way like I feel like yeah. healthy healthy conversation not not a big psycho way <laughs> no no not sending the paragraphs let's not let's not encourage people to do that but I definitely feel like girls are very afraid of saying what's on their mind a lot of the time because they're like I don't want to look like a psycho and this and that and I'm like no no do you know what I had a similar situation where I was like do you know what I not in the ghosting aspect but I was like I deserve better than this and like I vocalized that I deserve better I was just like I I don't deserve this and like I'd rather be honest and be like look you're not for me kind of thing rather than just leaving things do you know the whole ghosting aspect like I think that's rude really rude but I think especially with that like vocalizing things you need to do that from the very start and like it almost sets your boundaries yeah that's exactly what I was going to ask you about boundaries like what boundaries you have in <laughs> like, that's something I'm figuring out and working on <laughs> um, but I feel like if you're not a good communicator and can't have healthy disagreements that's a massive thing for me yeah um, definitely yeah I just think that's just so healthy in every aspect like it's one core component for a relationship definitely to work yeah Without- communication you have nothing yeah and like I just I'm like would I rather get something off my chest and it possibly not go well or hold it and it come out the wrong way in an argument or not being true to myself but being honest and saying it I'm like yeah you seem very similar to me I have to get things off my chest and say it whereas my friend would be like don't let them know that it bothers you and I'd be like I have to no I'm like I don't care (laughs) yeah I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell you. No, but like all in a healthy way. Like, and I feel like. No, that... don't, no I'm not trying to make us seem like psychos or anything. <laughs> yeah. you like, have... If anyone's listening to this, they'll never ask me on a date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> clear communication. It's clear. It's healthy. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I'm trying to think what else, like what other boundaries I set. Um, I like to set boundaries that like I like to spend time on my own and that's not I feel like people can take that personal sometimes that oh do you not want to spend that much time with me and I'm like no I I do but I need to look after myself and it's like self-care and all of that as well yeah definitely definitely top of my list I think it's just more about respecting them do you know like respecting each other really and clear communication to say like oh, I want a relationship or I want to, I, I don't know, like, I don't want a relationship. Do you know what I mean? It's more so just having that clear communication and vocalising it. Yeah, no, definitely. I sound like I'm so wise and have had such healthy relationships. But like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? That's one, that's a blessing I take out of my last relationship is that I learned so much about myself and I learned that I know what, like, what I want from someone and what I won't tolerate. Yeah. No, that's so true. That's I'm definitely the same. Um, what else? How do you know when a relationship is really over? It's so hard because I feel like sometimes you don't listen to it. But yeah, I would say when someone doesn't add value to your life, like it's no longer adding value and like joy. <laughs> <laughs> way more happy than sad <laughs> yeah no definitely when it comes to a stage where you're crying more than not like that's that's a serious problem that's a serious problem a serious problem yeah I'd say that's a massive thing like I'm at the point in my life where I'm like if you don't add value it doesn't really interest me yeah um I think it's getting to the stage where you're, you know you don't need another person that you're enough yeah. for 
that's actually definitely it yeah because it can be so like there's so much pain when you stay in a relationship that's not working like that's long-term pain but like whereas if you have a breakup like that's more short-term pain yeah because you're you're not continually putting yourself through it and we all go through like rough patches in relationships but you know there's a fine line as well yeah you have to you have to be more conscious of it as well I think yeah no definitely definitely and I just feel like it's very important to want the same thing I know you obviously wouldn't question someone two days and be like what's your life goals like what are your plans but it is very important to like want similar things like there's no point getting together if one person and I've done it before like one person wants to travel the world and one person never wants to leave your home definitely it's not gonna work and then who sacrifices what they want yeah it's like that's what I mean and when you're in it like it would take me a long time to ever get into a relationship again not because I'm like selfish or anything but more so that I know my worth I know what I deserve and I also think you have to think when you get into a relationship you're thinking about yourself and that other person like it's not just about you anymore yes there's so much to consider (laughs) yeah that is so true on the flip side though what do you consider as a healthy relationship um, I feel like people that have their separate lives and are quite content in that yeah. and like come together and have good times together as well, but not all that their whole life doesn't revolve around each other. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's really I think that's the mistake we make when we go into relationships is that you put like you put so much emphasis on the other person, not realizing that they could actually leave you one day. <laughs> no, that's it. And I used to go like literally dive straight in and then I'd be so far into it and realize that they don't serve me don't add value to my life like don't like help me in any way that I'm like oh I'm so far in now though I'm stuck but that's the thing you should never feel stuck in a relationship like yeah. I at the end of my relationship I started to get way too comfortable where I was like I'll just like I'm I was like I'm half happy and I'm not happy but I'll just stay anyway yeah and I think that's so unhealthy it's so unhealthy and I feel like it happens a lot of people when they get older because they're like oh but like I'm this age now and like you know I'll just stay it's easier but it's easier I know it's like it's easier for people to jump from relationships or stay in relationships that they're not happy and than be on their own because people are so terrified for some weird reason of being by themselves that is literally so true isn't it like it kind of scares me (laughs) so bad it is really bad though that people stay with people out of comfort that's why I also think when you're in a relationship to be spending time on your own or with your friends or your family separately and all of that like is so healthy because if it collapses god forbid you obviously don't want to be prepared every day being like oh my god if this falls apart today but that if it does happen you have a life outside of that but that's exactly it. Like you have to prioritize yourself, your career, your goals, your friends, your family, and then a relation. Like a relationship should only be tiny in your life. Yeah, and I feel like in past relationships, everything else used to kind of take a back seat. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, so I feel like that's that's definitely how I look at yeah a re- healthy relationship. Have fun together. Someone that's actually yeah. fun. I don't. I don't understand. Like like why so many people like I know arguments are normal but like your whole relationship shouldn't be central to arguments yeah 
no 100 you're us like little relationship experts here people are gonna listen to this being like you are <laughs> both single <laughs> you have literally welcomed red flags in <laughs> so, so they'll literally be like we're not going near them because they'll this, so i know this year's a new year and i'm like no we're not making the same we're not the same cycles <laughs> i'm boring oh, <laughs> oh stop um, have you had more questions um trying to think oh, I don't think so I don't think so either I feel like that was a pretty good conversation oh my god we've covered an awful lot yeah experts in heartbreak now <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah message me any day for relationship advice <laughs> I tell you what not to do I just I'm struggling with the what to do at the moment that's the part I'm working on yeah. <laughs> can't tell you how to keep a boyfriend but I can tell you how to <laughs> yeah that's exactly it <laughs> oh my god that is so funny I know but look Christy thanks so much for coming on it was such a pleasure oh my god thank you for having me it's actually been fun yeah definitely that's what these podcasts are supposed to be all about I'm learning I'm learning but thank you so much <laughs> thank you bye 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 bye